This is the Fantasy Fast Track with Brandon Funston and Brad Evans. Ready, set, go! Brad the Big Noise Evans here, joined by Senior Fun Buns, Brandon Funston. This is the Fantasy Fast Track Podcast presented by Monkey Knife Fight. And week number four is in the books, Brandon. Now it's time to figure out your waiver wire priorities, your fab cash all that uh, goodness that is out there to hopefully mend the tide and fill some of those uh, those holes that are leaking water right now for fantasy device, especially if you're on the Austin Eckler or the Nick Chubb bandwagon. Unfortunately, uh, those uh, two behemoths at the running back position going to be out for multiple weeks due to their respective injuries. Uh, let's go ahead and work in a stream quarterback for week numero cinco, who are you liking they could pick up, plug in, and maybe get 20, 25 fantasy points out of in this weekend's upcoming matchups? Oh, my cousin and yours, making part of your family, Mr. Kirk Cousins, going up against <laughs> my Seattle Seahawks. Until the Seahawks defense is a wrong answer, you got to keep going to that well. Ryan Fitzpatrick coming off a week in which he was a QB1 against the Seahawks. There's been a QB1 against the Seahawks Every week so far, from Matt Ryan to Cam Newton to Dak Prescott to Ryan Fitzpatrick, and now to Mr. Kirk Cousins. So there you go. Yeah, probably what uh, three hundred plus two to three touchdowns. Yeah, Captain Kirk. Yeah, I, I think, think uh, I think you might like your boy Justin Jefferson in this one as well. Oh, 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 oh. oh. <laughs> Oh, I just melded in the best way possible by the mere mention of Justin Jefferson as well. Back-to-back 100-yard games is all I'm going to say. Uh, my quarterback that's still widely available right now in Yahoo Leagues, Justin Herbert, uh, the former mm. Duck. <laughs> He's been quacking, baby, and he is going to crack open a cold one of whoop-ass, I think, on the competition this week. Going against the New Orleans Saints, I don't care if Lattimore is back. I don't care if Janoris Jenkins is back. That might be a good thing because the Saints have still given up a ton of points through the air, to be exact. 7.4 pass yards per attempt, 253 pass yards per game, and 2.8 pass touchdowns per contest. That's inside the top five most fantasy points surrendered. I think Herbert goes over the 300-yard mark under the prime timelines. Brandon, a couple passing touchdowns, and he's always good for around 15 to 20 rushing as well. So digging that I one. Like, I liked how you did the like the ducktails quack. Kind of like the, the like the Donald Ducks a you know, little what are they his niece nephews or something? I, whatever they are. But uh yeah, Justin Herbert has been has been a more robust kind of mallard quack than that. But uh he's looked great so far. I like that Colin Herbert. Yeah, he's not a dawdling Donald or Daffy. Uh, yeah. We could definitely say that. What about a stream defense of the week? Uh, I'm assuming we're going to go to a, a bird of a different feather, but part of the same flock uh, for streaming yeah. purposes. What is that? Well, it, and it's, it's kind of the same deal. I always target uh, the quarterback facing Seattle. I always target the defense facing the Jets. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I just And every week, it's just great. And this week, it's Arizona. And I love the speed. I love the playmakers on the defensive side. They're always some good upside to make a big play. And you get the mother of all matchups against the Jets. So, yeah, Arizona is the obvious one for me. Yeah, the puddle jumpers, uh, the gift that keeps on giving, uh, sure to be a pick six. And maybe we're going to get another, what, 70 yards and a touchdown on a Stam Dartled? Yeah, no, that's not going to happen. That'd be very <laughs> fluky. I, I kind of like Cleveland going against the Indianapolis Colts. That offensive line is is not lived up to the ironclad status we bestowed upon it. Miles Garrett has been swarming pockets and quarterbacks. 
here in recent weeks, and Cleveland can really defend the run. So if you force Phillip Rivers airborne or you just simply get him to flush out of the pocket, and I <laughs> flush out of the pocket Rivers, <laughs> uh, he is he's slower than Tom Brady. You want to talk about a guy with a piano Ooh. strapped to his back. That's Phillip Rivers. But I think uh, a great call in Arizona, obviously. But I also like the Brownies this week as well. Look, again, we're sponsored by MonkeyNightFight.com. Go there right now. It's player props based DFS fantasy. It's really easy to play. Use that promo code FTN. And when you sign up, you get a free $5 game on the house. Again, promo code FTN at MonkeyNightFight.com. It's over or under, more or less. Or whatever players that you want to get some action on, you parlay them together. You go against the house, not against stack lineups or lineup accumulators or script writers. None of that nonsense with arbitrary salary caps. It's just you versus the MKF odds makers. Go to monkeyknifefight.com and use that promo code FTN to, again, get a free $5 game on the house. With that, let's get to today's Fantasy Five. Number five. All right, starting things off, it is Waiver Wire Tuesday here on the podcast. And let's start with a couple of guys that are widely available right now in Yahoo Leagues. And a player that I didn't even know who the hell he was until about 24 hours ago, Brandon. His name is Dearness Johnson, product of South Florida. You got Nick Chubb on IR for the next six weeks at a minimum with that knee injury. Yeah, Kareem Hunt's going to be the main man there in C-Town, but he could be the second fiddle that gets you some decent production like we saw against the Dallas Cowboys last week. Do you prefer him or the pride of Northwestern and Justin Jackson, who similar situation because the primary running back fell that being Austin Eckler he's going to work in tandem now with Joshua Kelly who's ahead of him on the depth chart both these guys again owned in less than 10 percent of Yahoo leagues if he had a preference who would you go with Dearness or JJ yeah I think I'm going to go with JJ because uh you know passing game upside that's it's you get you get more points when you're getting thrown to than you use, you do typically carrying the football. And I think uh, Justin Jackson is going to have an advantage over Dearness Johnson in the passing game, probably playing that third down change of pace role to Joshua Kelly. And Kareem Hunt, you can think about, uh, is, is going to likely be the guy that's going to dominate the passing game work in that backfield. But you also talked about Cleveland's got a kind of a tough immediate upcoming schedule. And so, like, you're just playing this for the immediacy of some some help right now. Uh, maybe Justin Jackson kind of has a little better uh, early road to hoe. I mean, I love this Cleveland Browns offensive line because they have shoved dudes around. But I agree with you. Look at that upcoming schedule. Next two weeks, you get the Colts, the real deal, and you get Pittsburgh. The steel curtain is back. Meanwhile, for the Chargers, yeah, you got New Orleans this week giving up just 3.6 yards per carry the running back position. But after that, you get the Jets. The Dolphins, the Jags, and the Raiders. Yes, 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 and yes again. So there could be some opportunities behind that top 10 offensive line. I'm with you. JJ! Well, he probably won't be so dynamite, but at least be serviceable in deeper formats. Number four. All right, moving on. What about Brian Hill? Uh, Could he be a mountain in the making for the Atlanta Falcons? 29% rostered right now, senior fun buns. And uh, looking to get an uptick so far in touches. And guess who's on the horizon? It's the Carolina Panthers in week number five. Maybe somebody you want to pick up and stream is, say, maybe got a Lion or you got a Packer on by and you're just hoping to get somebody that could possibly fire off and get you eight to ten points in your fantasy league. What do you say 
on Hill. How much fab cash you'd be willing to throw at him if you're really needing some help in the flex position here in week five? Yeah, well, you know, we're doing this before we have the, uh, you know, we're able to watch the Monday night game. But if he continues on in, in the trend, he had, what, nine carries last week. If he continues in that kind of a role, and I don't see why he wouldn't because he's backing up a guy with a, a what? Arthritic a- knee, you jackals! That's right. Uh, Todd Gurley is going to need help uh, carrying the load in that backfield. <laughs> I see what so- you did there. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, let's see. How much money am I willing to throw at him? Three to five? At least. And if he has a good night, you know, on Monday night, then maybe a little bit more. So, uh, but yes, I'm definitely in for at least three to five. Yeah. And again, I love the matchup coming against Carolina. It's got some shocker special appeal. If you can get that double figure workload, which he's maybe forcing an RBBC and Atlanta right now, number 10 and adjusted line yards allowed that run blocking line has certainly done its business in the trenches. I'm climbing up on that hill, baby. Number three. All right, let's get a three-pack of wide receivers in here for those in shallow leagues. Because chances are, uh, if you're in a 14-team or deeper league, even with like a short bench, like a four-man bench, these guys are long gone. But maybe you're in a 10-teamer. You're in a 12-teamer. Maybe you got one of those Green Bay Packers. Maybe you got one of those Detroit Lions, like a Kenny Galladay. And you're like, hey, I need a plug-and-play for this week to get me by. Who do you like best? T. Higgins, 33% rostered in Yahoo. LaVisca Chenault, a pride of the University of Colorado, 24%. Or Cole Beasley, assuming that he's healthy. Banged up a little bit last week, but he's been putting up some crooked numbers on the board with the Buffalo Bills and this aerial bombardment uh, that has just been wreaking havoc on the opposition. He's 25% rostered as well. How would you rank those three? Uh, I'll tell you what. T. Higgins is number one on my list uh, this week. You have him here in the, in the number three spot, but I don't think I want anybody more than T. Higgins. When you look at Cincinnati and the way they are constructed, averaging almost 45 pass attempts per game, Joe Burrow is a good quarterback. His defense is not great. I think they're going to be throwing week in and week out, and A.J. Green is cooked. Done. He's he Butter him, so- toast him, deep fry him. It's over. <laughs> So then you're talking about T. Higgins being the number two option on with a good quarterback on a team that's going to chuck it a ton. Give me T. Higgins, number one, Chenault, number two, and I love Chenault as well, and Beasley, number three on this list. I concur with you on that one, Captain. And you look at the matchup for Cincinnati in week number five, it is the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, scoreboard chasing, uh, you're damn right. That's going to happen. And you know what we've seen? You can throw. Look at what Terry McLaurin did last week. Against this defense, uh, by the way, you might want to sell high on Joe Mixon. Number two. All right, let's go to numero dos. Uh, Timmy Patrick. Timmy. Timmy. Oh, man. Uh, this this really titillated me. You know, I, I had no reason to watch a Jets game other than my gambling interests and whatever minimal fantasy interests that I had last Thursday. But it actually turned out to be an entertaining contest. And Patrick looked great, man. Six foot four, big body guy, uh, gets a ton of targeted air yards at thirteen point three right now. Uh, that's what he's averaging. That's up there in the inside the top twenty among wide receivers. I don't care if it's Brett Rippon. I don't care if it's Drew Locke. You know, you have no Cortland Sutton. Yeah, you got Jerry Judy there, but Patrick is locked into the outside, and KJ Hamler is now banged up with a hamstring injury. Uh, you get New England upcoming. But after that, the schedule really opens up for the Denver Broncos. You get Miami, you get Kansas City, then the bye, then you get Atlanta and Vegas after that. Uh, what do you do with Tim Patrick here? How much fab cash are you willing to spend? He's only 2% rostered 
and Yahoo League. So you're buying in what we saw against the puddle jumpers last Thursday. Yeah, uh, yeah, yes and no. Like you, you talked up all week about how Brett Rippon is in love with Tim Patrick. That was kind of a thing that was going around in Denver that he mm-hmm. had a good, you know. So you have to worry a little bit about the change at quarterback. I mean, the the relationship between Rippon and Patrick showed out, but Rippon is not for long as the quarterback there. You have to worry about that. You worry a little bit about games, kind of like Michael Gallup's been you know, disappeared in games because he's that vertical threat. And sometimes it's going to be Jerry Judy and Noah Fant. And when Hamler is healthy, those guys work in the middle and that might be better. And Tim Patrick might have these down days, but I will say, I said T Higgins was my top pickup for the week of the guys we're going to mention. Patrick's right there after him, right? Even with Chanel. So I'd bid the most on Higgins, then Chanel and Tim Patrick, I'd probably still give a little bit of a lean to Chenault, but they'd be about the same bid for me. If I lost out on Chenault, I'd probably be bidding the same amount on Patrick. And is that like 10 bucks? It's something in that Yeah, range. probably 10 to 15 is the appropriate range. And I'm going to tell you right now, you may not even have to go that high because I think people are just saying, hey, this is a mirage, this is an anomaly, this was out of left field, I'm not buying into Tim Patrick. Again, if you just watch a game, yes, I realize it's the Jets, folks. The toy planes, the paper airplanes, whatever you want to call them. But Drew Locke's going to be back uh, within a week or two. And, again, he is locked in outside. And this Denver secondary continues to give up big play after big play, which means scoreboard chasing, which means potentially more targets and opportunities for Tim A. Love him. I actually prefer him more than LaVisca Chenault. But I do agree with you. Give me Tay Higgins all diggity day long. Number one. All right, number one. Chase Edmonds got to be the guy. Uh, kind of the story right now because Kenyon Drake blows. He blows goats, donkey, uh, alpacas, whatever you want to throw out there. He's been terrible, and he's not being utilized in the past game. You know, obviously you can't get rid of him right now because you're going to have to probably sell him for like 50 cents on the dollar. He's got to wait this thing out. He's got a couple of nice matchups coming, but maybe Chase Edmonds. Maybe his time to arrive is right now, and he's got to get consistent workloads in the double figures. 34% rostered in Yahoo Leagues. If you're sitting on a mountain of fab cash, you need a running back, or maybe you're a concerned Drake owner, how much you're willing to slap the wallet for to get him. Yeah, and Cliff Kingsbury on record is saying that Chase Edmonds is a starting running back in the NFL. What he's basically saying is he's talented enough to be starting for somebody. Just ha- didn't happen to be for Arizona. But that could, I could see this being a pull even platoon kind of a backfield uh, going forward. And if, yeah, she's getting the passing down work right now. He's got, uh, what has he got? 13 catches in four games. But if he starts to get, six to eight carries on a consistent basis. Uh, he's only one point per game behind Kenyon Drake and half PPR right now. Uh, I could see him ending up. If that's the case, he could push himself into even or better than Kenyon Drake on a per game basis. And I'm willing to say 15 to 20, maybe even a little bit more. If I, I have know, a dire, yeah. dire situation, Let's let's be honest. We've burned some fab cash at this point. You may not have the luxury of being able to even have that much. I know I have some leagues where I have less than that available to me, but uh, you'd be close to kind of like, you know, if you're struggling, maybe this is sort of your your last last big line that you can cast. Yeah, look, man, I I fully admit it. I rolled and smoked a lot of that cash at the local dispensary. (laughs) So, you know, it's the luxuries of living in Colorado. You know all about that up there in Washington as well. But I, I, I go 20 to 25. If, yeah, if you're a concerned Drake owner, if you're desperately seeking some running back assistance, I mean, this offense we know is going to you know continue to take people's breath away. They're going to continue to play at this breakneck pace. 
and Edmonds looks to be really locked in to a red zone passing role, and his target share is increasing 19.4% this past week against Carolina Panthers. That, so far, was a season high, so I am with you there. On that note, that is a wrap here on the Fantasy Fast Track Podcast. Please drop us a rating and or review. Would you kindly follow Funson at Brandon Funson on Twitter. Follow me at Noisy Huevos. Check out him and his colleagues' fantastic work at The Athletic. And check out FTNFantasy.com, FTNDaily.com, and FTNBets.com for all of your sports betting and fantasy sports content needs. Use that promo code Evans, E-V-A-N-S, to get 10% off your subscription today. Until next time, adios amigos!